Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rimple. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Carl, today we're continuing our series on decision-making. Yep, we've gotten through trying to be intentional. That holds with being timely. And now it's time to move on. So today we're going to talk about something you call poise. Can you explain that? Yeah, well, in decision-making, we want to have two attributes that, yeah, we will sum up as poise, and that's to be confident and secure. You know, in an environment of uncertainty, which all decision-making takes place in, quite frankly, you are making the best call you can on the information that you have and the time frame available. You want to kind of be poised about it. You want to be able to keep thinking and watching about what's going on. What are the benefits then of this balancing act, what you call poised stature, this sense of being? Well, the main one, and here's our goal with this whole thing, is to take the focus off of ourselves so that when we're thinking about the decision, it's not whether I am making the right call or the wrong call or how I'm going to be viewed or whether I'm going to get in trouble for this or what's the fallout going to be, so that the focus really is on the decision so we can take the ego out of it. So it's not a me-centered kind of confidence. It's kind of a removing ourselves from the equation so that we can think more clearly about it. That's sort of what we've been talking about in the last couple of weeks, sort of removing ourselves from the decision, stripping down those things that are preventing us from making a decision and really focusing on the decisions at hand. So we've talked about those external things that should come to play in the decision to consider, like the time and the outcome, the outcome. Issues involved, getting all the issues out on the table. And if one of the issues is you, boy, oh boy, you're going to have a hard time making a good decision. So what we want to do is we want to get out of this mentality where we're at stake, whether out of this mentality, it's kind of black and white, really, you know, right or wrong and either or and... You know, get into more of a nuanced watch and observe and decide and then watch again and adjust and then adjust and then adjust. And you stay in motion while business goes forward. So we're trying to get people to defend the decision and not themselves. Exactly. So as long as the, the attention's on you or the decision maker, that's where we get into situations of blame and fear. And a lot of the energy goes into avoiding that or finding someone else to blame. And that just drains everybody's energy, that wastes resources and and time, all of that. So that's why we're looking to be secure. The secure person isn't thinking about him or herself. The secure person isn't at stake. So how do you get here? How do you get to being a person that has poise in decision-making? We're going to suggest moving in two, on two fronts. One does have to do with our main focus, which is no excuses. That we own our decisions, that we accept ownership for the whole thing, that we are not going to blame, we are not going to point elsewhere, and we're going to go with it. And if it doesn't work out, we're going to adjust. So we're not going to say we failed, we're going to learn. And then that's the second part of it. So once we've owned it and we're watching what's going on, we adopt a framework of learning. We're constantly learning, not learning like gaining a new competency, but learning in that sense that we're watching and adjusting, thinking about what's going on and making the next decision. And in that posture, there's a lot of flexibility. We describe it in our strategic materials as being on the balls of one's feet, like in a tennis game, that you can be able to move in any direction because you both are paying attention to what you're trying to do and what's going on around you. So this person with poise makes decisions and considers the timeliness of a decision, Mm -hmm. considers 
the purpose, the focuses. So really, we've begun with the tools that you need to be to that will help you become a person of poise. Exactly. That's a great summary. So here you are. You're super focused on the outcome you want to see happen, and the information you're gathered is grounded in reality. And no kidding yourself about anything. And you know time's a factor, and so if it's urgent, you need to make a decision right away. If you've got some more time, you can put some more work into the gathering of that grounded data, and then. In the poise, you know that you have to make a call. A call has to be made. And if you're not at stake and if blame is not at stake, you have a chance of making a pretty good call. And the trouble a lot of decision makers run into at this point and why decisions never get made and they keep waffling and keep thinking has to do with avoiding this kind of final moment where someone has to make a call and own it and live with the consequences. And so many of us are so afraid of what's going to happen after that because it's unknown and there's so many factors involved that we avoid it altogether and we kind of waffle around it and we kind of cover our tracks by pretending we want to make a better decision. And so what we're saying is, no, let's get just real honest about the whole thing. What are the real issues? What do we really want to see happen? Call it our own. And that is a much stabler, of a lower center of gravity. It won't make it any easier, but you'll be able to see if your call didn't work out and adjust far sooner than you would have if you had to pretend that you made the right decision and keep living with it as the implications maybe didn't work out year after year. One of the things I want to point out is that we're not about business techniques. We're not about abusing your employees by lying to them or giving them a line. This isn't to help you pull the wool over people's eyes and just have them do whatever you want. This is to help you become a better person and help you give you tools to which to base your decision on so that if the decision is something that you need to reconsider, you know why you made it. What were the factors at the time that made you make a decision whether or not it was the appropriate decision. Exactly. That's a great clarification for our listeners. I appreciate you bringing that up is that we're really speaking to the people who are trying to take a look at what they're doing and what their own practices are and what's working for them and what's not working for them. And we are always speaking from that perspective and we are never offering techniques to try and trick things into happening or get other people to do things. So, yes. If you are interested in playing at the top of your own game, then we are right at your side. And I think experimenting with some of these principles that we're bringing up will make a huge difference in how you approach, in this case, decision-making. Well, I think getting yourself, not that you can get yourself out of a decision, but your ego out of a decision is very helpful for most of us. Because I think most of us don't want to be, make an unpopular decision. But if we had the data to back it up, say, well, we have to make this decision at the time for these X and X and X reasons, people respond to that if they know that you've thought that out. Instant credibility builder. Now, from the other perspective, if you are in a corporate culture where if a decision doesn't work out, you will be blamed for it and you will suffer some sort of consequences financially or career direction wise or even the stake of your own job, then you've got a big decision to make because that will happen to you. 
Now, if you choose not to make decisions and to play the game, that's your choice. Play the game to keep the job. That's a tough place to be. You're probably healthier realizing that the larger culture isn't going to change and you need to just go ahead and make your decision. And if the consequences don't favor you, then you just need to move on. Great. I know next week we're going to be talking a little bit more about making unpopular decisions to sort of sum up our podcast topic on decision making. Let us know what we have to look forward to next, Carl. Well, we want to play some of these issues out in, in real situations and kind of flesh it out for you. So we've talked about the principles of being intentional, timely, and poised, but the situations we find ourselves in are, are far more complex. So we're going to look at a few scenarios and see how or what these principles might look like. Well, I look forward to <laughs> to seeing how that plays out because that certainly is probably a big deal for a lot of us. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. And as always, we're blogging on these topics on our website at boldenterprises.com. Let us know what you think. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.